Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I'm Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave heroes this evening are Sam Clark. I've just noticed that Nick has, like, one of those quotey posters behind him. It bothers me. Yeah, it used to be God of War, but it's changed. You've Not changed. <laughs> Does it say do hugs on Newman. it? I'm allowed to talk now. Hello, this is me. Hannah Calvert. You sound so American when you say podcast. <laughs> podcast. And Nick Chong. Think happy. Fuck <laughs> 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 uh, Hello, everybody. How are we? Good times. Great times. Very happy. A bit Good tired. Times, great taste. Happy to be here. McDonald's. Is it really a McDonald's slogan? Yeah, good, no. uh, good times, great taste, McDonald's. What? No, it's not. How old is it? It's, it's, I'm lo- it's been I'm loving it for like I'm 15 years. I'm loving it. Look, okay, for all you McDonald's experts out there who are listening to this podcast, uh, tweet at us at CND Podcast and let me know that I'm right, because I know that I am. Anyway, uh, we're excited to invite our first sponsor onto the show. McDonald's <laughs> is sponsoring this one. So get your Big Macs and, uh, and I'm loving it. Yes, or whatever the slogan is. Have a happy meal. Uh, You'll be happy. Yeah. yeah. Happy meal cured my depression. Uh, so anyway, we're a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons real play podcast. Brought to you we by play D anD D, then we record Grimace. it, and you listen to it, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I don't know what you said, Sam, but I'm guessing it was about the greatest meal of the world, McDonald's. McDonald's. McDominoes. McDominoes, that's all yes. Anyway, <laughs> I promise we're a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. So, Nick. Dungeons and Dragons and Fast Food Podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, I've been, I've been making sweet love to a whole bunch of fast food lately. And the strength yeah. and grease of my orgasms has really mm. just blasted the... Uh, the the memory of what happened in the last episode out of my mind. Could you um could you maybe reach into that happy meal you've got sitting there on your desk available now for the easy price of six dollars from working <laughs> McDonald's, uh, and tell me uh what what happened last week? Uh, let me just rummage right in here. Okay, so previously our heroes made their way down the lonely road towards Cranoth and the Starlit Rock. They eventually reached a crossroads where they encountered a rather strange person with a rather large hat. The person with the hat asked for water for a sick man on the back of their wagon. After some hesitation, a lot of hesitation, they passed over a skin. The person with the hat then thanked them and continued along the road. Further along the road, their journey was interrupted by a sick looking man running down a hill. A trio of horse riders crested at the top of the hill and the woman leading them drew their bow. Before she could fire, however, Mithras took the opportunity and put the man down. Even more previously, in the past, our heroes met with King Dunwich after having slain his wife. He expressed some surprise and said that this was not the only instance he had heard of chaos worshippers. Later that same day, Targon called our heroes to his headquarters. To- ah. Later that same day, Targon called our heroes to his quarters to, to meet someone. A figure by the fire pulled off a fake beard to reveal water the water warden. And now for the next episode of Footprints and Giggins. 
That was an 8 out of 10, Nick. You get, you can get a bit well done, more gold stars in there. You view one of seen the hard work and dedication and practice that Nick has been putting in mm-hmm. over the last uh, few few months. You know, uh, he spent his whole break uh, practicing. He said, I'm, I'm doing this for the viewers. So, you know, right. shout outs, yep. Nick Chong. Thank you, mate. Honestly, amazing effort. Like, A plus, Appreciate get gold this. star. So the four of you are standing in Targan's personal quarters and Warder the Water Warden has just turned around and pulled off her uh, fake beard. Uh, and she sees you, she sees the four of you and she says... Sheesh. Uh, shut up. And she says... <laughs> she says, shut up. <laughs> she says, shut up. I haven't even said anything. Shut up. She says... Oh my gosh! I, I I I knew that I would that I would see you guys again one day. How have you all been? Anya ran up to hug her. Remember, she's hugging her currently. Oh, uh, so she's 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 hugging Anya, but obviously uh, Water's quite tall, so she's hugging Anya. And while she does that, so, uh, she 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 says to the other three, uh, I, "I told you that I would see you again. Uh, how how have you all been? I, I hear you've had uh, quite the number of adventures." So have I got my face in Water's boot? Pretty much, yeah. Crotch. Mithras is shocked that Good. Water's actually a female. Good. <laughs> uh, Mithras, you, you, you knew that I was a woman, didn't you? Yeah, totally. <laughs> How you, One, you know, un- you can unless they're convinced. Unless they're convinced by that by that answer. But um, uh, no, the, 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 the ranger council won't allow women to be rangers. And I mean, my dad never had any sons, so I just kind of put on a fake beard and made the best of it. Mithras pulls his cloak around his front and sheepishly turns around. Okay. I'm sorry, you implied. No, okay, I'll leave that. I'm just going to leave that. Um, you do you. Uh, yeah, make of that what you will. Five years for me to criticize any of your character choices. Yep. Uh, so, so or nay, what, your own personal choices, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so water, water kind of uh, breaks away from the, the the hug from Anya and uh, and says, oh, "Poe, it's 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 so good to see you as well. Uh, how have you? You know, how how are you? You're you're looking uh, young as ever." And then kind of, uh, well, well, thank you, my friend. It's uh, good to see you too. You're looking uh, sprightly and well shaven. And female. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, I have to. I have. I have to say. I, I appreciate uh, all of your help. Uh, all those uh, weeks ago, or however long the the timeline in this in this story is, I really forget quite often. Uh, for all your all your help in uh, in in Leafton, uh, I really I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. So, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I wish I was. I wish I was visiting under better circumstances, but I. And she she looks at she looks at Targan, who then stands and uh, and he comes over to to kind of join your little your little group, and, and he says, group "How about a group hug?" And it just sort of holds out around and says, "Bring it in, guys." Is this Targan? It's a bit creepy for Targan. Yes. It was Ani's um, idea. Wait, no, yeah, it was Targan. Poe does like a hug, a group hug, but like. 
where he touches the nearest two people with like the tips of his fingers. <laughs> just like, like as distant as you could possibly be. <laughs> Mithras just puts his hand on Poe's shoulder, so he's part of the connection, but not in the hug. It's just, everyone just pats the nearest person in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just frantically trying to like hug everyone in sight. So Poe's not a hugger. Interesting. Yeah, I'd uh, pick. I'd pick Poe for a hugger. Uh, yeah, but Target. Yeah, true. Uh, you all kind of break away, and, and he says, I can't help but think that I was the odd one out in that sort of equation there. Apologies if I made it awkward in some way. You're not the one with the boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more die. <laughs> oh, so there are two erections in the group hug then. Three. Interesting. In any case, turning to more serious matters now, Warder has some news that I had hoped for your assistance with. And uh, Warder kind of takes over and she says, So, you remember last time you were coming here to Fernshire to warn the king about the orcs that were going to be attacking the city, right? Check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great, cool. I'm remember glad that. you remember at least that. I'm glad you remember at least that much. So, it's... It's about Bazgalub, the leader of the orcs. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that, that guy. Uh, listen, he's he's been engaging in some dark magic. And I, Holy and I, shit, he's still got our friend. Who? The our plucky friends? halflings. The pu- plucky God. halflings. Oh, Bazgalub no. has a friend of yours? Uh, yeah, we didn't forget. We were just uh, working on a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I... Orista. No, we... Orista! Oh, yeah, there we go. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that she's so dear and, dear and near to Anya, uh, and... Anya feels and, and the rest of you. Uh, but I'm, I'm sorry to say that it'll probably be even harder to do anything for your friend now. Uh, Bazglub's been engaging in some of the most ancient and dark magic on Iannis, and... It looks like he is on the verge of combining his mortal body with the spirit of Krizal, the god of all orcs. And he is set to become Krizal's avatar here in the mortal realm. And I fear that when he does so, he will burn Fernshire to the ground. Well, that's neat. Sounds like a job for Damn, us. I had like my whole no, week planned out. I feel like it's Gillen. not gonna Kurzel. I feel like it's it not gonna happen anymore. <laughs> I mean, I had like I had a massage appointment and everything, and I had to cancel. Do you know how difficult it is to get a massage appointment in a village in the middle of the forest? We literally just helped difficult. everyone out. Can we get a break? Wait, what? I think oh. we have him. Wait, was it Kurzel? Is that the how you say his name? Kurzel. Yeah. Kurzel. I thought Kurzel was like. The god of bros and like all sort of kinship and, <laughs> and like bros and tribes. Like orcs in this world aren't like Sounds green like skinned kind of guys. They're just gym bros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, man? You got some it, protein? Is it just orc tribes that is the god of? Uh, he 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 was the god of tribes and unity, but as sort of cities and empires were built, worship of him. By everyone, kind of fell away until it was just orcs who were who were worshiping him. Uh, there's there's kind of bad blood between him and the rest of the gods. I see. I, see. I assume yeah. he is like also an orc. 
Yes, yes, he is. He no, is. he's in is he the one with all the pockets. Yeah, he's the one with all the pockets. Yeah. Ah, my pockets. Yes. Should you wish to see a picture of him, you can go to our website, which is for critsandgiggles.com. My nice. pockets. Nice. Uh, because he's he's like a, he's like a great traveler, and so he has like a bunch of pockets to store all his crap in. Okay. Yeah. Literal yeah. crap. Just piles of doo doo. Hey, maybe he's a god. If that's Who's what he needs. Say? Who is to say? Uh, anyway. <clears throat> and uh, where were we? Yes. Poop. So, uh, poo. Uh, so, Water the Warden, Warden. It's <laughs> pronounced Pug. So, Water. <laughs> water the Water Warden uh, says, uh, Mithras, you, you said that you had just saved the city and you were hoping for some kind of, uh, some kind of a break. Uh I mean, you, you, you are, in some respects, a little lucky. Uh, I've managed to uh, spy on Bazgalab somewhat, and I'm, I'm happy, I guess, to report that it's probably going to be about another month and a half to two months before he has fully become one with Krizal, and we do have some time to, as you say, take a break and also do something about this. What is um, mm. the process by which... He fuses with Kurzal or whatever. So the ritual by which Bezgla becomes fused with Kurzal involves uh, a lot of a lot of sacrifice. Uh, I don't know if there's dancing involved, Poe, uh, or if it, Dragon is the, Ball Z if it is so. the fusion dance. I'm aware it was a Dragon Ball Z reference, but I haven't actually seen the whole series, so don't spoil it for me. <laughs> uh, it involves uh, the sacrifice of uh, multiple people uh, and a lot of blood uh, it is very dark magic from before the second great war when the gods walked this realm you know that bit when we were like oh he has our friend I think that might have been like past tense he like he had our friend oh no it's probably you said your friend was he a halfling now. correct uh yes uh, well, I guess I'm happy with a question mark that I haven't seen him sacrifice any halflings whilst I was spying on him. It was a lot of orcs. A lot of a lot of orcs certainly He's died. Sacrificing his own people? They believe it is for the greater good. They're more than happy to give up their lives to bring about the return of their god in a physical sense to this realm. So is he sacrificing them or are they like sacrificing themselves or their masters? I mean, I'm sure we can, I'm sure we can debate the semantics. <laughs> <laughs> the city burns to the ground, but I, you know, sure. So we got another month of them sacrificing themselves before, you know, shit turns real. Yeah, so we sit this one out for like at least three quarters of a month. <laughs> Less than equal to five. So right to the end. Gonna game, petty. game the system. Min max it. Uh, so, so how can we? Um, well, how can we possibly stop this this is mm. uh, a god returning to the realms of men and mortals how are we but travelers but adventurers meant to stop Kursal returning to this here earth I mean whatever this place is called <laughs> yes. I don't know where I got before uh, Tar- Targan uh, sort of fans himself off he was quite uh, flustered by that uh, by that outburst uh, and he says <laughs> Well, it is said that there is a sword that is capable of severing the connection that a god has to Iannis. And it is my hope that if the four of you are to retrieve this weapon, 
and use it upon Bazgalub. Any connection he may have to Kozal will be immediately severed, and he will be unable to regain that connection. And Kozal will be, for a decent while at least, unable to physically return to Iannis. He will still retain his connection to it as all the gods have, but he will be unable to return here, bless the orcs, and allow them to wreak havoc upon the land. Go on in, what's the sword called? <laughs> you may have heard of it stats? before. Oh, hello. It you is may have heard of it. It is the Golden Blade. Wielded oh, by shit. the leader of the Golden Blades. Do you know the history of this one, Sam? What's the leader nah, of the Golden Blades, man? Nah, pass, actually. I, I thought you might, though. I thought you would actually <laughs> yeah, I remember, be like I remember an Nick was, he was telling me about it before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like you were talking about it just yet. Like, actually, yeah, funny story about the Golden Blades. And then you said, um, what did you say? I forgot, you, sir. You need not worry. You need not worry about filling in the gaps, Mithras. I, I am aware of its history myself. It is a Good. enormous golden sword forged by Korthar in the Second Great War for the express right. purpose of killing, of, of killing gods. gods. Yeah, <gasps> that's God right. Killer. Thank you, Mithras. Thank you. I, I am careful. Thank you. Yes, uh, it is. It was forged by by Korthai in the Second Great War to kill gods, but he was unimpressed with its performance as it was unable to actually strike a killing blow, and so he discarded it. Can keep it up. Hey, wait. So does the one time they tried it, it didn't work, and and when now we're gonna get it? What are you saying? It severs the connection. It doesn't actually kill anybody. It doesn't kill anyone yet. Precisely, Mordai. It was capable of striking powerful blows against gods, but unable to cause any permanent lasting damage, or indeed, as Korthar had hoped, kill his father, Eambulus. So where can we find it? Do you know where it is? My sources have indicated that the Golden Blade was last seen in the city of Cranoth to the south. Mother... <laughs> Indeed, Poe, a less than uh, less than opportune place for him to be, but uh, I'm sure it, it it won't take that long to to make the journey. That is, of course, assuming you are willing to help. Oh. Why not seem like an attachment of guards? Yeah, I mean, like surely Cranoth is like. Uh, don't get me wrong, character motivations and all that, but like, surely is there someone in Cranoth who can sort of just. The, the town guard or something? Poe, allow me to explain something to you here. <laughs> sit down, motherfucker. I'm gonna sit down, down motherfucker. I'm not teaching shit. Open your damn ears, boy. <laughs> Use your taringas, Poe. Use your taringas. <laughs> Alright, tell me, Jafar, what's going The Lordums of Cantilia are an alliance of ten cities and kingdoms. Should one city or kingdom reveal itself to be in any way weak or under threat or under attack. The other nine cities and kingdoms have an unspoken agreement to step in and take care of things should the ruler of said city or kingdom seem to prove unfit. 
chaos-worshipping queen, uh, cults cropping up in the city, and an impending orcish invasion, and the fool's errand for a blade that supposedly is a legend. Uh, it's not... It, it is a poor look upon the king, and I am almost certain it will be the final nail in the coffin of the city, allowing the other nine lords, who, might I remind you, are already here in the city, probing for weakness. It will be the excuse they need to step in and take over the city, and I do not have any confidence in the future of Cantilia should that happen. Do any of the other nine lords know about Bezgala? I, I cannot say for certain. So we might run into other bands of adventurers from other cities on the search for the sword. Well, Poe, po, um, like, understanding what Jafar has to say, like, looks down kind of embarrassed that he didn't think of it, and then and stands and turns to his, uh, his colleagues and fellow adventurers and says, The beacons are lit. Kranoth <laughs> oh. calls for eight. Oh. <laughs> Mithras covers his front once more. (laughs) (laughs) Mithras covers his front once more with a very, very, very well-used copy of Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Like, really well-used. It's just one page now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who are we looking for? What's his name? What's the the dude's name with a sword? Well, at the risk of repeating myself yet again, the leader of the Golden Blades is indeed called the Golden Blade. He is a a figure of myth clad in a suit and helmet and cape of golden armor, wielding a giant golden sword. No one knows who he is or indeed what is he Pirates Roberts, I'm calling it now the dread pirate roberts he may well be the dread pirate roberts <laughs> no one knows for sure as no one who has ever seen under his helmet has ever lived to tell the tale that must just be confusing if he's the golden blade and his sword's the golden blade yeah. then when people are like hey golden blade like is he are they talking to the sword and why is are it, they talking to him why is it called like the golden around. helmet no one really knows guy. if anything hey, i would guy. have thought it would it would have made it easier to discuss the concept but then he has golden blades they're the yes. people though yes they are the people the golden blades it's the plural so you understand hey, not the, the singular blade. are they talking about the sword are they talking about the guy are they talking about like a collective group of the golden well, blades well, together then i guess no, it doesn't because matter the, because the collective is a s word not a singular they're not sheep I still have an issue with the orcs being called sacrifices. Are they martyrs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, 45 God. minutes later, uh, all of you managed to kind of like hash this out and, and really just get past it. What's the conclusion? Do we? Do we? I'm, I'm glad we've all managed to establish what the proper terminology for these orcs are and also the proper grammatical references for the Golden Blade and the Golden Blades. Well, uh, you have my bow stuff. And what say the rest of you? I'm in. My axe. Sorry, I ruined it, guy. Wow, you just... Fucking yes and, <laughs> team. Come on. <laughs> yes and my magic. More die. And my club. And my slime. 
Oh, the slime! Oh, oh my no, god! You, you lost the slime. <laughs> no, you lost the slime. Yes. It disappeared. You Hi, slime. The, how are you? The, the, sl the slime has already appeared in episode 15, which we've already recorded at this point, so the slime is well alive. <laughs> oh my god. Indeed, to stay. So, uh, Mithras asks um, Tygen if. Uh, will you be joining us this time? I, I will not be joining you, I'm afraid. I have another uh, group of adventurers to oversee <gasps> uh, a little closer to home, um, dealing with some of the cults that have cropped up around the city. Spin off! So why are you sending them to the Golden Blades and us here? Like, why? Yeah, we're level three. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? What if they're like level 15? They are only level one, and in addition, you have already proven yourself to be dependable and brave <laughs> and resourceful. Forty-five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> in short, I I trust the four of you to succeed in this, or at the very least, give it your best attempt. Okay. And and die? Yeah, I was thinking that ended. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially you may not find the golden blade. I, I don't think you'll you'll die. I would just go to every town and say, hey, have you guys seen the golden blade? And then they can go, yeah, there's one over there. No, 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 An no, no, Anya, don't, don't go to every town. Go, go to Cranoth. Go, okay. go to Cranoth. Do you, you, do you have want. at least in your network of spies uh, a contact? Someone we might be able to, uh, uh, who might hook us up who might connect us with the the golden man himself uh not myself personally uh but uh, if you speak to fergus ferguson uh, <laughs> tomorrow i'm sure that he will be able to provide you with some more information what uh fergus ferguson <laughs> he's the captain of the guard you uh may have met him a few times well that that's great news to be honest yeah he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if you thought he was dead, that is rather <laughs> great news. Uh, uh, Tygen looks uh, vaguely perturbed. Perturbed. Ooh, perturbed. Perturbed. Oh, God. There it is again. <laughs> uh, I would also offer another piece of advice uh, as a user of the mystic arts. Uh, magic items, especially powerful ones such as the Golden Blade, are normally very difficult to uh, wrest away from their users. Uh, I have attempted to research it myself over the last few days, but I'm unable to discover any extra information about the Golden Blade other than what I've already told you, or indeed how to uh, take it away from the Golden Blade himself. Uh, it is something of a detour, and it, it may add some, some time to your trip, but I would recommend stopping at the Starlet Rock on your way. Side quest. Um, Not so much a side quest as a probably a, a essential part of your of your main quest. So who's supposed to wield the golden blades? Blade. 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 Sorry. Just 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 the one blade. Yeah. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. uh, I suppose that's really up to the to the four of you. Am I proficiency in great swords? Sorry, golden swords. Is that a question or a statement? <laughs> I'm not sure. Am I good at a thing? <laughs> I do any of yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> that was Hannah, not Hanya. Uh, uh, I mean, this is the first implication we've had of resting and uh, taking things away. If the whole kingdom is on the line, 
What's to say the Golden Blade doesn't just, like, help, help or something? <laughs> I have no idea. I, 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 don't, I don't know the answers to that question. I, personally, I, I don't have an open line to the Golden Blade. We don't swap letters on a regular basis, or at all, really. Uh, potentially, when you, when you meet him, you may be able to persuade him to join your cause and assist with the, uh, the whole Bazgalub problem. But potentially not. What's the Golden Blades thing again? Like, what are they about? The Golden Blades desire tieflings to take what they feel to be an equal place in this society, uh, protesting against the uh, somewhat harsh treatment that they receive in some places uh, on Iannis. However, they feel that they are justified in taking rather violent means to achieve this. Poe moves his purse away from water. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Puts his kid on the other side. <laughs> Don't look at him. Okay, honey. well maybe we could get the Golden Blades to help us and prove their worth to the world by stopping you. A noble idea. In Let's any case, I, I, I would ask that whatever your next move is, that you stay a, a little longer, a, a few more days, uh, for a small, a, a modest uh, celebration that Fergus Ferguson and, and I uh, with some input from the king have planned in your honor uh, a, a, a small feast to uh, say thank you for all that you have done for the city and uh, potentially present you with uh, some small reward uh, it, it will also allow you to give the the other lords of Cantilia their time to finish their business in the city and depart so that uh, when you depart uh, you will be able to do so under the uh, the cover of all nine lords leaving and arouse as little as suspicion as possible please the gifts are unnecessary yeah. the feast is is plenty okay so Poe <laughs> no, gets nothing uh, would you gifts? like me to would you like me to divvy up his uh, reward amongst the yeah, other three of you, idea. or shall I that shall I give nice. it away to a a homeless shelter? No. We'll if take I the give gifts. your share of ham, oh, it's a fair trade. What are these gifts? I'm a man of simple <laughs> means, but I I like I like a smoke ham. Okay, I like a smoke ham. Um, so yeah, so so you guys you guys kind of wrap up your your conversation uh, with with Targan and and Water. Water kind of explains uh, you know how the the orcs have sort of become established in a fortress uh, just outside Fernshire, the the same one that you guys woke up in uh, all that time ago. Um, and uh, she she sort of explains that you know a lot of the villages around uh, have kind of evacuated. Um, uh, in, including uh, Leafton as well, uh, with the the first place that you went with uh, Lombard and and, and whatnot, uh, and so you, you guys uh, you guys depart and uh, go back to your little cabin thing, and and you you kind of uh, turn in yet again because it's it's quite late by this point, and um, you, you guys are you guys are sleeping, and uh, all but one of you sleeps soundly. Anya. Knew it. <laughs> Let me guess. There's someone yelling in my ear the whole time. No, 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 no. You, you, your, your, your sleep in in this world is perfectly oh, okay. uh, reasonable, but your dreams are not. <laughs> so you close you close your eyes to go to sleep, and after a short amount of time, you open them, and you are standing in a large ceilingless uh, place, and there's a, a speckled purple expanse towering above you and there's rows and rows and rows of shelves in 
all directions around you stacked impossibly high and impossibly deep with uh, these bolts of cloth and string and all kinds of fabrics and as you're standing there they actually begin to sort of move kind of past you as though you're sort of being uh, pushed I guess or or sort of you're going on like a a travelator sort of thing through these shelves and and you hear this onion Onion. <laughs> half a, a dice onion. <clears throat> you hear. Onion. Onion, you need to hurry. I, I don't have a lot of time. He, he doesn't like it when I use dreams like this. Who doesn't like it? Randall Tor, the, the Lord of Dreams. Daddy. He prefers them to be overly complicated metaphors and things. I, <laughs> I'm going for a more direct approach here. And uh, eventually you, you come out and. Uh, you're sort of on like this uh, sort of purple glass platform uh, in like a a semicircle formed by these rows of shelves and uh, sitting in front of you uh, on a small wooden stool or I mean the stool is about the size of you but in comparison it's small is this sort of 11 12 foot tall creature a purple alien looking creature with multiple arms and this multi-eyed frilled head and this incredibly ragged looking dress uh, is, is there uh, and it's it's sort of a bunch of its hands are, are just sitting limply at its side but two of them are uh, almost mournfully stroking uh, this broken spinning wheel like the, this it, it looks like it, it at one point would have been a beautiful work of art but it's now got huge cracks running through it chunks have been torn out of it and it's absolutely useless and this thing turns to you and says Anya come closer take a seat I need to talk to you and is startled by the appearance and she sort of her snark kind of falls away and she walks forward and sits down Anya I I'm going to be honest with you I I am not Ikana you're not? no I well I suppose I am but I'm also not I'm a fragment of her mind are you the same fragment that's always talked to me? No, no, in, in the past, all of myself has talked to you, but Anya, things have changed. What's happened? Anya, I... Anya, I am responsible for all of time and all of existence. Everything that has ever happened, everything that is happening and everything that will happen is the direct result of me spinning reality into existence. And... Anya, when I first contacted you, when at the very first moment that I appeared in your mind, the future, it, it was cloudy to me. For the first time in the millennia, the, the countless eons of my existence, I could not clearly see the future. But I did see you. And so I, I contacted you. I, I imposed my will upon your life to attempt to... And, and make you go the way that I wanted you to go so that you might preserve what I thought would be the future. But, Anya, despite all my efforts, it, it didn't work. It, it didn't work, and as time went on, I, it, it seems strange, but 
I was, I was a victim to the passage of time, and as time went on, I could not see the future anymore clearly. It only became darker and more cloudy, except for you. You were the one constant in the future. You and your actions, I knew, would shape the future in, in impossibly large ways. And so I knew that I had to, to force you from your home, to make you become the, the traveling sorceress that you are now, so that you might strike out into the world and do great things. But, but what do you want? What do you... What is this future you're aiming for to make me do things for? I don't know, Anya. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't see what's going to happen. I, I only hope that by... That, that, that by supercharging your destiny by by thrusting you out into the world and making you do these amazing things that somehow it would all fall into place but Anya, I may be responsible for all of existence but that doesn't that doesn't mean I know everything doesn't mean I always know what to do and and I mean the last few days things have gone horribly horribly wrong How? I, I I had hoped that I had hoped that my grip upon the situation, that my my inability to, to see the future or lack thereof was something that I had under control, but Anya, when you were taken away to the endless wilderness by Verana to, to save your friend Mordai, you disappeared from the future. You you went outside the predetermined course of actions that, that I could predict for you. you. There were many paths laid before you, but this was not one of them. This was not one that I knew would happen. I, I had no idea where you were, what you were doing, and for the first time in my entire existence, which is literally the entire universe, I could not see the future. I was stuck in the present as though I were mortal. Annie, do you have any idea how terrifying that is? No, I don't think I do. Well, what what do you want me to do now? How, how can I help? <sighs> there... This is not so much a request for help as it is a warning. When I could no longer see the future entirely, when the entire expanse of the future became a, a black abyss for me, my mind shattered into a hundred thousand pieces, and I am... I am sorry to say that I... that the rest of myself, rather, has gone mad. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good news. The goddess of time and reality itself has gone mad, mm-hmm. and it would appear that I am the only fragment left that has not devolved into madness. And so, Anya, I, I am doing all that I can to maintain my connection to you, so that you might have some guidance, but. Anya, I take no responsibility for what my mad self may do. What happens if the mad self starts to contact me? How will I know it's you and not them? There is no way to know. Hopefully, password or something. Hopefully, it will. uh, Hopefully, it will be obvious by their request. Like three times in a row, very quickly. That's very quickly for me. I have many eyes. Yeah, she has like nine the, eyes. The safe word is banana. Banana. Okay, that's good. Let's just hope the mad Akana doesn't randomly come up with that word. <laughs> Somehow. Yes, Anya, there's 
there's nothing you can truly do at this point. I, this is something I have to fix for myself. There is something happening in the deeper reaches of the universe that, whether we like it or not, is going to bring about great change. And all I know is that you and indeed your friends are stuck at the center of it. And in my efforts to prevent this horrible thing from happening, to control the future, I fear for what I may do. Okay, so in summary, you want me to keep doing what I'm Good doing, but, <laughs> but keep an eye and ear and mind out for wacky shenanigans that may be your crazy self doing things and keep listening for you in particular with bananas and follow your help she holds up all six of her arms and does six finger guns (laughs) (laughs) winks all of her eyes at once it's effectively a large this this weird massive blink yes Anya that is exactly what I'm saying I I suppose if anything this is a apology in advance so do my powers come from your part your fragment because they come from you right you're the reason I've got these powers <laughs> Anya no 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 your powers are of you but I merely brought them to the surface okay well okay that's that's happening I suppose so I will try and do that and not get caught up in your old goes crazy we shall see do is it okay if I tell the guys? I mean, that's fine. You, you, you do whatever you gotta do. Is it okay if I tell everyone that things might start happening weirdly? That's fine. That's fine. Okay. I mean, don't expect everyone to believe you. I, I mean... That's true. It does, no it one does else sound kind of me. weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, anyway, I feel, I feel like he's about to start kind of getting wind of the fact that I'm just explaining things directly in a dream, so... Mm. We're just going to quickly change things up for a second here. Uh, and she starts uh, melting and she turns into a giant sundae. Uh, your mum <laughs> shows up and she's like got breakfast and thing, you know, you start like drowning in pudding and, and then you say something else mom and- Yeah, yeah. yeah and, you know, <laughs> you're like, what? No. Uh, and then like you're in maths class and your teacher's like, Anya, reckon you can do this problem up here on the board? And then, like, you know, you can't, and you're <laughs> naked, and, and then you wake up. Okay. Right. And all my teeth fall out? Okay. So I wake <laughs> up, and it kind of is gone. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, wake up from the, you wake up from the dream. <gasps> nice. Oh, it's just a dream. And I fall back to sleep peacefully. You do. Oh, just kind of, like, like in a, in a nice way. Like, just gently fart. <laughs> <laughs> just a little <laughs> bear. Now, we, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't establish this in the previous episode, mm-hmm. nor did we establish it later on uh, in, in some of the episodes that are uh, going to be released later with, uh, with, with, uh, with just Mordai. Do Mordai and Poe share a bed, or are they in two beds that are side by side? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What? <laughs> Go on. In the first episode where we had Richard as a guest, you said that Poe was next to Mordai in bed. 
and you never established whether that meant he was in the same bed as Mordai oh or if he was just next to Mordai in another bed. And Mordai, I want to know the He's like a dog, that. so doesn't have to be. Is he actually a dog? Does he just turn into a dog and he goes to sleep? Well, no, but he sleeps like a dog, curled up with a tail and stuff. Oh, so, uh, well, Sam, one day we're going to get that answer out of you. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know what, why, what, just, in like, what context I would have said. He shares a bed with everyone at, at with some Lord point. He just sort of, he never has his own bed. He just sort of joins everyone in bed and cuddles up to them. The next day, you go to the medical wing of the Palace of Fernshire, uh, the place where there is the practice uh, and kind of worship of Sularion, the god of the sun and healing. And you're on your way to visit uh, Fergus Ferguson. Uh, uh, he's he's recovered uh, somewhat, and he's he's awake now, and he is wishing to talk to you. And uh, so you you go in, and uh, he's he's sort of lying there in a a, a bed. Uh, or you know, sitting up in a bed, and uh, Targan is Tar- Targan is there uh, with uh, with Fergus Ferguson, uh, just you know, keep, keeping him company. Uh, and uh, and you you kind of you guys go in, and Fergus Ferguson says, "Ah, hello. I I didn't I didn't imagine that the 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 father you would be coming to visit me so soon after I recovered. But it it is so good to see you. I haven't had a chance to to thank you for what you did for me." And it was just patting his knee and saying, we're glad to see you, not exactly up and ready, whatever, but... Oh, <laughs> Hurry up, mate. Anya, you, you've got, uh, you've got that, that wonderful bedside manner. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you up fish. But you could, you could, you could be a bit more up, you know. No, just, just don't forget that. Hey, I'm just trying to say, that, it's nice uh, to see you not dead. Yeah, hey, that's thank, thank you, Paul. It is, it is nice to not be dead. It is nice to not be dead. Well, I think we're all in agreement on that one. What's up? <laughs> you, uh, you called us. Hey, <laughs> yes, that that I did. Uh, Tarragon here was just informing me that he's asked you to go and find the golden blade. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, hey. So. <sighs> When you get to Cranoth, if you mention my name, <laughs> you should be able to find my sister, uh, Bonnie Bonnison. Uh, she should be able to, to put you on the right path to, to finding the Golden Blade. That is my favourite. But technically it should be Bonnie Daughter. I'm sorry, Anya, would you like me to phone up my mother and tell her that she named my sister wrong? Yeah. Anyway. anyway. So we're going to find Bonnie. Forget her last name, just Bonnie. What's, um... Does Bonnie have like contacts or something? Why? 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 why <laughs> Does she have a phone number? Like, yeah. Aye. So uh, the father you probably don't remember, but uh, my brother Torben Torbenson, uh, he gave the four of you a letter when you left uh, his village Darn of uh, Moss. But, oh, oh well, oh well done. Snaps for Anya. So the letter that he that he gave you that I then read and burned in a torch was that. My brothers and sisters and I are part of a, a not really an organization, more of an understanding between uh, the sort of uh, 20 or so of us that there are. Name uh, them all. Are they actually related? <laughs> Is this where the different I, last names come we're from? All, we're all related. We're all related. Are you also, no, we're brothers and sisters. How do you have 20 or so? You must be like You're a poor, massive mom. age gaps. Rumpy, pumpy. <laughs> Humpy, humpy. <laughs> Flopsy. 
Dropsy. Aye, as 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 Paul said, Angry, grumpy, pumpy, happy, humpy, sad, bashful. Anya, please. <laughs> We have an understanding amongst the, the sort of 20 or so of us that are scattered around Dianis that we will do all that we can to ensure the uh, the survival, essentially, of the realm. Not in terms of the kingdoms and the, the lords and things that, uh, that crop up over time, but actually preserving the land from a magical perspective and ensuring that, uh, you know, nothing untoward happens to it. And 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 in this case, uh, the return of a, of a vengeful god burning down a city and the retrieval of a, of a magical weapon does seem like the sort of task that we'd like to get involved in. And the letter from my brother essentially said that the four of you were dependable, brave yeah, adventurers. Should... <laughs> <laughs> Me accents all over the place. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So are y'all moral or something? Like are you sort of guardians oh, of the land oh, and its oh, are, people? Are we immortal? Yeah. No, no, no. Our our family's just very, very old. Oh, okay. So like, what is it? Years? Oh no, no. I mean, we we have ancestors. Is is what I mean. Ah. What is he? Like race wise? <gasps> That's racist. You can't just ask. You can't someone. just ask. Twenty eighteen, <laughs> saying what can't the just fuck? Just ask someone what their race is. Can't just go around asking people what race oh they are. Uh, he's, he's, he's a human. He's a human. Oh, he's just a human. Or is he? Okay. So we find Bonnie. What next? Well, well, I, I don't know what she's going to tell you or, <laughs> or, or what sort of information she's got for ah. you. So that's that's really up to her. But we think she will have information because you're all part of the secret immortal cult thing. Yeah, got it. Okay, one, we're, we're not immortal. Uh, I'm, I'm only 35. Uh, also, it, it's not a cult. So you it's can't not look a like infinity more years. It's not a cult. It's not a cult, Anya. Yeah, they're, me, they're me brothers and sisters. Yeah. Even 5,000-year-olds were 35. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point. That is a fair point. Even Edward Cullen was like 13 once. Um, there, uh, there's a f- feast, yes? Cullen? <laughs> yes. Yes, there, there is a there is a feast, and we will get into that feast next week on the For Crits and Giggles podcast. Ugh, what a riveting episode! I don't know if that I don't know if that conversation with with Fergus Ferguson came to a close at all, but I feel like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, 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 that that's what we're going to call it this week. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed uh, your your time here uh, listening. Enjoy question mark? <laughs> um, uh, we will be back next week uh, with another episode uh, for you, continuing on the story of our hero's time in Fernshire before heading back to the present uh, to uh, discover what's going on uh, with the guy who got shot with the arrow who was sick and the, the mysterious... The guy with the hat, the creepy guy with the hat, all of that. Uh, if you have any questions about tonight's show, you can find us on Twitter. We are at for CNG Podcast. I am at Mr. K underscore Bennett. I'm at Happy Little Llama. And we are also on Facebook. That is under For Crits and Giggles. And of course, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and all those other good places where you can leave us a five-star rating and review. And I've been banging on about this for the last five billion episodes. Uh, leaving a iTunes review is... Full stop. The full stop. Most helpful way to help a podcast. It is so helpful, and we appreciate it so much that if you leave us a review on the podcast, we will read your review on the show, such as these three reviews here, which I am about to bring up. 
in my email program. Here we are. So, uh, Spudcam from the United States says, I'm a fairly new listener, and I have to say that I really enjoy this podcast. The places this group will take you are both thrilling and unique. The bonus episodes are masterpieces. Oh, you sweetie. The special guests really add to the comedy and roleplay. For newcomers or browsers looking for something cool, I recommend giving this a go. You won't be disappointed. Also, as an ignorant American, I dig the New Zealand accents. (laughs) Uh, Alastair Ross from the United Kingdom says just listen to it sorry from the united kingdom says oh just listen to it mate if you like D or just a good fantasy story you'll have loved this podcast uh sorry alistair <laughs> wow. presentation of the united kingdom Wouldn't people it be funny if like that was his actual voice <laughs> uh mike lake 69 from hey. new zealand says nice uh, he says really enjoy this podcast despite having never played D myself good gateway if you're looking to explore the world of rpgs so oh, thank you <laughs> to those people for sending in those lovely lovely reviews but not willing to let you go just yet i'm not going to let you off that easy because i have some exciting news i've just slapped my thigh put a really weird waveform into my recording because i'm so excited about this as I'm excited too, Karen. I'll take it from here. We've actually launched a GoFundMe for the continued uh, education of Nick Chong and his <laughs> reading lessons. Like, by the end of this podcast, he will be confidently reading so you can sponsor his journey and feel like you are contributing to this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, anyway, on, that's, that's all we got time for. Yep, so go to, go to gofundme.com slash nicknoreadgood and donate, <laughs> donate some money. He's not great with math either, despite being an accountant. Despite being an accountant. Oh, so he can learn basic English math literacy. <laughs> but on top of that, you can now go to our website as of the 24th of February. You can go to our website for critsandgiggles.com and go to the Q&A tab and there you'll find a competition that you can enter yourself in to win a copy of Xanthar's Guide to Everything, a custom-made dice bag and a set of dice from Squid Inc., and the custom-made dice bag is made by none other than Aguila Newman. And if you are not quite... If you're not lucky enough to win that, you can also win another custom-made dice bag and another set of dice. So there are, there are two prizes to win. But how... How do you enter? I hear you say, don't worry, I'm only going to go over it once. You won't have to hear about this at the end of every episode. But there are multiple ways where you can submit extra entries. So... If you like us on Facebook, that's one entry. If you retweet the competition, that's another entry. If you follow us on Twitter, that's another entry. If you share the competition with all of your friends and your family, uh, just constantly email them and be like, enter this competition, you don't know anything about it, but enter anyway, that's that's two entries. Just CCSN. Just CCSN, obviously. Uh, But if you want the most entries of all, send us in a question for our season two Q&A on the competition page, just as a, as a comment on that page, and you'll bag yourself five entries mm. per question. That's five entries per question. And 
I, I mean, this 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 prize is amazing. It is a brand new copy of Xanthai's Guide to Everything. I've literally opened it once just because I wanted to see, you know, what it was like inside. It's great. It's a fantastic book. It's really, really cool. It's full of a whole bunch of cool tables and options and classes and monsters and, and magical items and really cool illustrations and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and the dice bag is really awesome. I've seen some uh, work in progress pictures of it, and I've actually seen the finished thing by now. It's amazing, and the dice are really cool as okay, well. No, the other dice bag's really cool. Shut up, you know. <laughs> <They're finished. laughs> the dice bag is really cool, and the dice are really cool as well. So go and check that out. We're very, very excited to uh, bring this competition for our season two Q and A, and we look forward to answering all of your questions uh, when they have been sent in. So. Go and check that out. Uh, that it's been a long time in the making. I've been banging on about it fairly inconsistently, but I have been talking about it. So go and check that out. Yeah, shoot us some curveballs. stretch balls. goal of our GoFundMe. <laughs> Nick will actually read the questions <laughs> as part of the live cross. So we're, we're, a, we're a lot more excited about that. Question. Uh, yeah. Seriously, we really want to hear some of the questions. What if we just do stupid questions? Like, what does a DM stand for? And what color is the uh, sky is, in your world? There, there, there is a way for me to manage all of the entries, so they, they are all manually approved. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and also the 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 winner of the competition will be uh, picked and announced on the season two Q and A episode. So, is it random, or do you actually pick? Oh yeah, it, it, it'll be random, but I, I will be I will be generating the list. So it's kind of, of like entries. the Hunger Games, so each person can have multiple entries, and that increases their chance of winning. All those you'll be generating the, the list. Games. You'll be yes, you managing the list. Fatal misunderstanding of how the Hunger Games works. <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> to, to pick like, ah, getting it's like entries of like a bit. I see now. Kill each other. <laughs> Uh, if you uh, if you have the least entries at the end of the competition uh, because you didn't give us enough cool questions, uh, I'll I'll find you and and I'll kill you. Okay. <laughs> Can I ask a question? That, or I'll I lay down in the dirt and paint my face and just wait. Who I knows? suppose because that might turn you into a dog. I might eat berries. <laughs> I might sail a ship and. Attack out the pirates. Something, something, or your crits be clits. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah. So go, go, go. Check that out, um, and donate to our GoFundMe page for Nick. Um, and yeah. So until next time, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I certainly did. I hope you all enjoyed yourself as well. Yeah. Um, look both ways for crossing the street. Stay safe. And may all your heads be crits. I don't like I don't like the, the phrase slave someone's wife. I'm like that's not something I do. to slay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. She was a monster. She was. I mean to be fair, in the, like, you in the sack. <laughs> More like Cosanus, am I right? <laughs> Good one, Poe. Uh, I'll be sure to write that one down. <laughs> and she gets out a book of like sick burns and writes it down. Cosanus. Uh, Alright, so uh, do you guys have any more questions for Warder or Targon? You've been looking for like a new, like, is, I get this rash after I shave. Um, <laughs> Do you have like anything for that? 
That one happens a lot. Yeah, that's... <laughs> fuck! Yeah. No, fuck that dream. That's scary. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Then the teeth. I'm gonna have a dream about my teeth falling out now. Fuck you. It sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Like Poe just sits on him like a penguin egg. Makes sense. Because it's not gay if your best mate's a dog, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> I guess Poe po is used to like sort of barrack life and stuff, so uh, sleeping tight is not an issue unless like where it's necessary. But if there's another bed, it's weird. <laughs> like like urinals. <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll pee right next to someone, but if there's 10 other urinals, what you doing? <laughs> Step up. <laughs> Just having a look, hey? God, that's creepy. Just miring. Myron. Just checking Just checking out the competition. Peeing, it's yeah. very important topic. Oh, good point. No, good point. I got that wrong. Let's wow. continue. Because <laughs> I can totally One, relate to this five, conversation. <laughs> Well, yeah, with your penis. Yeah. Six, four, seven. My very large I mean. penis. She's the devil. She's the devil. I tell you. Holy shit! How did I not know you did a perfect Alex Jones? <laughs> I can't. No, I can't do measured Alex Jones. I can only do really angry Alex Jones, which <laughs> admittedly is just Alex Jones. Yeah, that's like <laughs> always. <clears throat> anyway, so the next day. We get our shots. You imagine what he'd say about Dungeons and Dragons. Or we should get him on the show. Is he alive? <laughs> Yeah, he's alive, but he's also <laughs> yes. fucking crazy. Perfect. Perfect. Well, <laughs> she listed. Can we call it out? Can we Skype her or like... <laughs> yeah. I Google it. Shout it. I really got to watch what I say right before you. Yes. Hey, we have to watch what we say, or we're suddenly canon. A canon's canon? Fair. Fair. Yeah, I Can said I, I was near Mordo once, and apparently we shipped. At- <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to be careful with that kind of stuff, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? What was the question? Yeah, oh, you shit, make dinosaurs count oh, yeah. one time. Why? That's right. And um, does she have any context? Some of the background music and ambience used in this episode was from Sirenscape. Enhance your gaming table at sirenscape.com. The songs Almost in F, Night Dreams, Floating Cities, Sneaky Snitch, and Industrious Ferret are by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.